Your Majesty, Your Majesty, the kingdom is in ruin and the people want an answer from the King of Rats. Your Majesty, the carnival is losing money. You as the king of the carnival must help. Your Majesty, the king of the plants, you need to help us. Global warming is really affecting us. What can you do? Sire, the king of the boggards, we need your help. Please, please, please help us. There is no water around here. Uh-oh. Well, there is that famous saying, heavy head wears too many crowns in the bush. See ya. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Do you know what's in my bath? Covid. Covid. I've been wearing my underwear for three days. I rolled three ones. I thought that maybe something had happened to you, but no, you were happening to something. I think it could be another familiar, you know, yes. Let's kill it. What's your name? My name is Valda. (laughs) All familiars. I'm entirely loyal. Who do you intercept? Give you money. (laughs) Earth money. Who is your master? Basco. The adventure continues now. We're recording. Oh, so the joys of recording online, Dangerlings. Uh, we just did our entire Pramble, basically, or at least nearly half of the Pramble. And uh, and then Zoom crashed and uh, and we lost the whole recording. So what we're going to do now is we are going to try and have the same conversation with the same level of spontaneity. We had that why whole conversation the about the claps. claps. Do you remember the claps? Yeah, why didn't yeah. we have to do the three no, claps? No, we're not talking about the claps, man. I mean, yeah, no, the claps. we're not talking I, about the claps anymore. Right. That's I mean, right. I did enjoy oh, we had the claps this, sailed. But, but the clap sausage. Oh. <laughs> right, listen, yeah, I mean, listen. I did enjoy... I'll still, we discovered that sausages have clap in them. I should still have the Zoom audio of the clap conversation. So as a treat, Dangerlings, just so you don't feel left Whee. out, I'll put that at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, Dangerlings. At the end promise. of this episode, you're going to find out a little bit about how we make this podcast, which is by the skin of our teeth, I can tell you. So let's... <laughs> Secret let's clap. But here's a question. What is a pramble if it's at the end? Um, an uh, amble. An amble. A po- postamble, yeah. Stamble. Postamble. A jamble. Istanbul. Well, ready yourself for the Istanbul, Dangerlings, and ready yourself <laughs> for the Pramble, which I can tell you will be spontaneity. Spontaneity. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Yeah. See, the universe was giving us something there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So I was in an airport-themed restaurant. Um, <laughs> oh, we've heard oh, the story already, again. Dangerlings, but tell it again, Dan. Yeah, heard it already, mate. Yeah, go on. So this was to... the story that, uh, that Dan has oh. just been trying to tell us for weeks and weeks and weeks and he was just halfway through and he was halfway through and then zoom crash it was like god i was really invested in this one as well it was really good so an airport an airport themed restaurant do you literally get on a plane and get served bad food and it's really uncomfortable and (laughs) right go set set us up right okay set the scene so i'm out in um i'm out in the cotswolds visiting fee's family fee's parents live out near uh, near Sirencester in the kind of in the hop- most hobbity of Hobbiton bits of um, of England and um, there's all these little villages out there and there's also a bunch of little airfields you know how you know how rural places they've always got a tiny little airfield they've always got like lo- there's loads of little airstrips around for kind of rich fellas who want to drive who want to fly their um their little private plane over stately homes and you know i've definitely seen that in films yeah it, you see it in films you see it in like if anytime you're out to the countryside and there's like a tiny little plane buzzing overhead and it's like that, where did that come from it's all these little things um and there's one of them in uh, in kemble cotswolds airport uh, and it is uh, it's like a little tiny thing for little hobbyists but due to some I don't know why. Due to some weird planning thing, it has an airport. Uh, it has an air uh, airstrip. Help me. Um, runway. That's what yeah, it's called. <laughs> there go. Yeah, he didn't need help. Or airstrip. Airstrip's fine. I will tell this story, Ross. So help me God, I will finish this this half good story. Um, there is. A, it's got a runway you can land jumbo jets on. So it's um, so it's become like a breakers yard for uh, for old aircraft. Massive. How come airlines. you can? land them on there is it because it's really long Dan yeah it's because it's really long is so it the longest in it's this country it's one of the longest in the country wow yes. it is that's um, super cool wow. 
That's so, uh, cool. can you can you go onto the planes, the seven four sevens? Can you go and explore them and pretend to be a pilot? You can go on one of them. Um, so they they land all of these because obviously seven four sevens they got taken out. Obviously, let anyone know that um, seven four <laughs> sevens. I learned um, were taken out of service during uh, COVID, yeah. basically because no one they don't need planes that big. They're not economical to run them. So well, well they've, they've been replaced by the Dreamliners. The Dreamliner is that? Yeah, that enormous double decker planes that technically shouldn't really be able to fly but that was supposed to be the replacement for the 747 because oh, the 747 has been around for longer than you think it's like early 60s yeah, or something ridiculous. quite a long time isn't it? yeah yeah it's I a mean, long time it, whenever we go to america when i was a kid it was always a 747 and they were huge man like yeah. it's awesome yeah. i got anyway. really i got really excited when we went to canada we went on like a double decker plane and it was like ooh, I can go up the stairs and i really wanted to get <laughs> seats on the upper deck because it would have made me feel like a sort of classy 1920s lady um, like it's like oh yeah. well, good I, I don't think they're planes uh, I know I, do, I was very disappointed oh shit <laughs> apologies apologies uh, my tablet just fell on the floor it's fine it's fine um, yeah I was always wanted to go well, I was, when I'm an adult I'm going to go on a plane and I'm going to go and sit at the bar because there used to be a yes, bar you could go and yeah, sit at yeah. uh, and that would be super cool and they fucking changed it motherfuckers yeah no, uh, they just bring you they just bring you in your tiny tiny seat disappointing drinks Dep- well depending on what you fly like when you fly when you fly regional when you fly local sort of here into Europe and you're on like a Ryanair flight and they're like here is a small bag of nuts that will be 17 pounds please yeah, um, yeah. you know yeah. and when you when you're flying like British Airways international when you're doing like a long haul flight they're just like here is all of our gin it's included we just yeah. want you <laughs> drunk enough to not cause trouble on this plane and you just <laughs> drink all the gin and go to sleep it's lovely um but yeah, they've got all, uh, and there is uh, in what was the old terminal building of uh, of this airport. They've now turned it into a restaurant, and for some reason, my parents in law know about it, and it's one of the places they go to lunch. And they're like, "Oh, we'll take you to the airport place," <laughs> and it's just like you go in, and it's it's obviously it's weird because it's an airport themed restaurant in a sort of disu- almost disused airport where they're stripping out jumbo jets all around it. Um, and all the chairs are like the chairs from aeroplanes. They've got all of the, the rows the really of chairs, uncomfortable, like, really uncomfortable chair. yeah. airline chairs. <laughs> yeah, wow. And they've got like bits of you know bits of plane and, and memorabilia on it. The, all of the the menu is all names of airplanes, and so it's completely impenetrable. It's like, <laughs> oh right, I'll have a a, a, a U four seven one airliner cheeseburger, please. <laughs> And it's like, it's, well, just a, it's just really original yeah. names as with, well. With an A20 yeah. Airbus for, for dessert. <laughs> right. It's that kind of like, but then, and then the food comes out and it's like, wow, this is, this is like the food you get in like your, a local wimpy. This is just like, <laughs> it's just like, okay, burgers. <laughs> like, wow. Served on a, like a plastic fucking tray. Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Well, it's it's funny because I, I had an idea a while back and I was just like, it'd be really great to open like a fast food restaurant that just served airline food. Because actually I really like airplane food. Like it's it's fun getting a little meal. And ever since I was a kid, I thought, I thought it was quite cool. Um, but then I think I might have told us before, they they heavily salt and garnish all of the food because you, your sinuses contract. Right. Because you're yeah. up in the air and you can't really taste. So they just make everything incredibly salty and incredibly... I just add loads of stuff. So if you ate it on the ground, it would be foul, absolutely foul. But yeah, I mean, if you Fun eat fact. any food, and, off the and ground, also it's pretty foul. <laughs> well, I don't know, and I caught like an A32 off the floor. You know, it's, <laughs> it's quite satisfying. Do, do they check for heart conditions before you're eating the salty food? I feel like there's a medical issue here, James. I know, I know. Oh, but um, we, never yeah. mind all the gin. We have yeah, I mean a... the gin. Well, the gin's helpful, obviously. <laughs> gin's helpful. I always go for Bloody Mary actually on a plane. Oh, that's not bad. Huh? Yeah, we, yeah. We had our um, so we had our airline food on our um, on our trays in this strange airport, and then and my mother-in-law was like, "Do you want to go on the tour of the? Do you want to go on a tour of the the jumbo jet? There's a plane out there, and you can go on a tour of it. It takes about half an hour." It's like, what? What do you do for half an hour in a plane? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sit in the cockpit for twenty five minutes, going. Oh, we're going down! We're going down! Norman Striker. Norman Tully from the uh, from the Danger Files would have absolutely loved that. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Enjoyed it. I bet you can go on Microsoft Flight Simulator. 
2022 or whatever the new version is and land and land on that airport i bet it exists in it oh probably oh, yeah yeah, yeah. i think they've photorealistically done the world or something like that it's, it's insane what it, what it is now yeah it's it's crazy isn't it you can yeah. properly do and um, there was one where there was like the hardest one on it was there was one where there was a glitch where someone had typed like an extra zero or something into the thing and the 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 play and the airport is like a mile down and just a, like a little dip where two pixels like a few pixels have just dipped like below the map <laughs> <laughs> it's almost <laughs> impossible yeah. oh. so that's my that's my airline story well, airline, I'm glad uh, you got it out there story. Dan thank you hey, yeah, well yeah. done yeah. the thing the, the key thing that I thought about it though Colin was I you know I went to the back and um, the uh, and the staff area the, instead of a door they just had a packet of airline peanuts and you just could not get through it I mean who are they trying to keep out of those things <laughs> Seinfeld slap face <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what's the deal with airplane theme restaurants huh <laughs> I mean like do I want a bad burger <laughs> burger my favourite thing on planes uh, just uh, yeah. when you go on flights is when you have to fart and then you can't smell it until everyone starts to land and then all the farts just sink down to the bottom <laughs> yeah, and everyone yeah. just goes oh Jesus Christ yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently if you're one of the people who opens the door the, the smell that comes out is fucking appalling <laughs> yeah, right. it's just like you can't help it you just can't help it because it's just like you know and that, I mean, that's what they do they spray though don't they usually as you're coming down like yeah. shh <laughs> yeah. shh I was uh, I was but coming I into uh, I was coming into land I think about a couple of years ago after doing a, a gig abroad and I, I happened to be listening to Danger Club on my headphones as we were coming down and I'm not a nervous flyer but I am aware that it is fundamentally a weird thing to fly a massive thing full of fuel with people in it around and, and I don't entirely understand the science of how it works and I get a little nervous coming in and I just had this thing as I was looking down on London as we're coming in and get a bit of turbulence I'm like what if I die while I've got Ross in my ear talking about pocket me? <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't think I mean, of any really better way to go. To be fair, that's the way to go. Yeah, I think uh, you know, that's, what, that's what he would have wanted. Or just oh. listening. Do you imagine you're just listening to yourself? You know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, oh God, I, I cannot stand my own voice. I just, yeah. oh my, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, not yeah. myself telling me I'm going to be okay or anything, but myself in, frankly, the most uncontrolled and panicked environment that I ever am, which is recording this fucking show. <laughs> just, you can hear yourself frantically wheeling the mouse in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to find some rules. You're like, hey, this is the way to go. Oh, I should have prepared God. those rules sooner. Giving <laughs> myself being really anxious <laughs> as I go down. Oh Christ! Well, let's see if we can stick the landing on this one. Danger! Oh, wow. Lovely! Nice. Oh, okay. Sometimes I pull them off. Danger Club. We are in the. Uh, we are in the Sugar Lodge. We are in the little Riverside restaurant. It is not airplane themed. It is chaos themed because everyone in it's dead. Um, and um, you have found a head. You found the head of Velda. Not that Velda. A different Velda. A melty wax face of a familiar belonging to a familiar person. Um, belonging to Basco Mops. He's told you who he follows. It seems like he is involved somehow in the kidnapping of Caragor. Um, how does that make you feel? Because the Basco episodes were a long time ago, James. How they were a long time ago. Yes, yes. Um, good old Basco. I mean, when I left him, he was he was a good chap. You know, he liked he was getting a bit happy murdering people with his mop. But you know, yeah, we've but all then, we've all murdered people with mops. You know, it's but fine. it's just he was his like best mate, and you left him. Yeah, yeah. You did a Ross. Um, I did a Ross. I Ross Ross. That, that is what <laughs> yeah. we, we had a quick catch up. I was like, how did we leave it uh, before recorded? And uh, yeah, I just sort of because Ross is famous for his um, his just sort of he's gone. <laughs> One minute he's there at the party and then he's gone. Or he's there at yeah. the pub and then he's gone. Like it's the Irish goodbye. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I literally I did that to Tabasco. So looking back, I can't really remember why I wouldn't have just stuck around to say goodbye. Um, I think we were really we, near the ep end of the episode, probably. I as think well, we were just so probably we're near like, the end of the episode. We needed an ending, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, was uh, Basco was starting to lose it a bit, even then. He yeah, was, I, I think he was going. Yeah, let's go person. kill people. Like, we'll know, just like, go kill everyone with the mobs. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah cool, let's. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. 
And I think my intention was to come back. Or I left a note or something or... No, there was a note. Stood up and walked out the door. Just stood up and walked out. Yeah. You, you, saw, you read the note of your... Um, oh, yes. Y- your right. lover slash friend. Well, he, um, he was my first, like, he was a mentor yeah, and, yeah, yeah, really fancied him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you never left a note for Basco. Um, he just went to the toilet and came back and you were gone. And were like, <laughs> um, something, something more important happened in your brain and you completely forgot about Basco. Yeah. And yeah. now, and but Basco, you know, you were the most important thing to Basco. Yeah. And, and, and what does that do to someone? Well, we found out, haven't we? Well, we, we yeah. found out. And we when, we were, yeah. when we were talking about doing that 200 episodes, I was, I was texting Dan, I was like, oh, it'd be really cool, like as a character arc, to have Basco, that is the point where he just went like, like he just turned a little bit evil. Like that was the, that was his, like you were kind of his anchor, and like he lost that. As, like, you know, he only knew him a little bit, but like that was the anchor. And then he went, it, yeah. I just thought I like uh, it'd be really cool to play like a evil Basco. I think that's really, mm. I think that's really like when we did that evil one. Initially, three different people messaged me saying, "Can I play an evil version of James?" Um, and, then, and then everyone kind of settled back into their other ideas and we, kind of, we ended up with a kind of a spread thing so it nearly was a whole party of Velders <laughs> I mean that's that's probably the most evil thing I could possibly imagine we should if, do a um, with that if, playing Goblin Quest but it's, it's, it's quite nice that you know obviously something that he never intended to, to lead to this he's had no idea he's just yeah, been going yeah. through the world and and not even pursued like Basco's been like oh, I'm gonna go and be the evilest thing I could possibly be. <laughs> yeah yeah and Velda went and joined a fucking caravan and was <laughs> yeah. fortune telling but she had a completely different <laughs> life um, uh, fate I mean, it, oh the it kind question. of is yeah go ahead Ross no go I was just gonna say um, because he's not got his familiar does that mean that he can't use his magic like, uh, no. no it's only witches that uh, draw ah, magic from their familiars yeah. wizards uh, yeah. kind of need them uh, depends how much they point how much you, they've invested in them yeah you can you can gear it up so they're, that you, they're, they're much more like that but yeah, yeah, yeah. witches so yeah. Um, and of course as we know although obviously none of the Nobody in this in in the in game bit knows this, but um, the original Velda um, the original Velda familiar was fed to a fish during the episode two hundred uh, thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, fed to a fish. Yes, he was thrown uh, thrown off the boat and into a into the mouth of a gigantic crocodile fish uh, in order to allow you to. Uh, not the original oh. Velda. The original. Ve- this is going to get so confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. So yeah. confusing. I tell you what, something that just amused me because obviously we we're talking about that. Imagine if Velda had never joined the Danger Club and Basco Mops had caught up with him in the the Wandering Market, whatever it was, <laughs> and just as a level one wizard, just being like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I've come for my revenge." He'd be like, "Oh well, yeah. well that was easy." I mean, literally, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, sudden bolt that like dazing bolts yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. or yeah, just be like oh fucking hell pew, pew. do you think do you think Basco would have killed him or just left in pity maybe maybe it's like, tune into really the alternate shit. timeline for uh, that ex- the what if series of I danger guess, yeah, well, yeah. we'll find out the other thing I love is the fact <laughs> danger what maybe that's a good <laughs> maybe that's a good Christmas episode to do like the oh, alternate Basco oh. mops what if well I mean any what ifs we could just choose Whatever, basically whatever the fuck what, we want what, to do to be honest what would happen to the characters if they didn't didn't fall in with the danger club yeah yeah Ooh, they're quite good we're all Spip. just happy we're just having, a, we're just having <laughs> yeah. our danger club meeting about what we're going to do yeah. for uh, what if yeah, MZ never died happened. you know yeah yeah do an episode one like of that. the um one of the things I, I do love about Basco is that I always I now always nearly forget is that he was created by the dangerlings um, he was made on one of the before it was That's Dangerous correct, Wednesdays yeah. when it was just like on <laughs> Facebook Live when like early days of the pandemic I think I used to just go on Facebook Live and be like alright guys you want to have a chat <laughs> and with audio coming out of only one speaker because I hadn't worked out how to do stereo yet on it um, and we, we I was like let's make a character and then I'll get one of the guys to play it and they and the Danger Links came up with the ludicrous idea of a shuni divine sorcerer so um, and and that's so it's on you, Dangerlings. Everything that happens from now on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump back into this and see how we are. So you have you are in the tavern and you have got Velda, the melty-faced Velda, um, at your mercy. 
Um, although he has just earned 10 gold for himself, so he's doing all right today. Um, um, and let's pick no, it up there with all of just, you. Sorry, just to very yes, quickly Drummond. double check. None of the rest of us have ever heard of Basco Mops, no. have we? Have we? Um, no, because Velda's never Velda told us about, us about his it, right? backstory, I don't think. No, we've never heard right. of this. Uh, no, no. Well, not Basco. No, that would be, it's too painful. Yeah. Um, I'll ditch you in this bar like I ditched that dog. (laughs) (laughs) Velda. Not you, head Velda. You, Foxman Velda. Yes. Who was he talking about? Basco Mops. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long long time. Nice. Of course (laughs) I know Basco Mops. He's (laughs) (laughs) me. Yes, um, he was he was an old associate of mine, a, a friend, long, long time ago. Um, oh yes, I can't. I think I just, I think I just walked out on him. Um, and I, I received some terrible news and and left a tavern, and I, I can't really remember why. You just wow. Um, I, what, I didn't. I didn't say to him. Uh, I just. I just have left. Was it? Was, was, he, I, I, was he your friend? Yeah, Velda literally left. Um, was that the first the sh- time that Velda left? Oh my yes, god, yes, it was. the origin that story. Started, the origin statue of the leave. <laughs> yes, yes, Velda just left. It sounds like um, a dick move that you would pull, to be honest. It was. I mean, well, I do remember, I don't remember much about Basco, it's so long now, but um, I just received some terrible news about an old friend and uh, who died and... I, I was rather shaken uh, and shocked. And did uh, you leave him as well? Seems like <laughs> no. Well, uh, well, sort of. But he was. Uh, oh, it's a long story. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it sometime. Well, well Basco Mops. Okay, the last but... time I left him was. Um, he was quite fond of murdering people uh, with a mop. Actually, what? Yeah. Um, I thought you were um, friends. I thought you said he was okay. Yes, he was okay. But um, what, what did you call him, Melty? The Hound of Hell. Hell of it, hell. He doesn't, it doesn't sound, sound like. No, it doesn't sound like Basco. <laughs> no, it sounds a little bit like whoever this guy is. Uh, that he's maybe a less good guy. Could we? Could there be more yes. than one Basco mop? This this is too coincidental with a familiar it's, called Velda, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Yes, um, this is. He seemed like he held on to something almost for a long time. Just a little thing to just leave, isn't it? Ah, oh, it was a terrible thing. It's that, it was the worst thing that anyone can do. Join I mean, us, dwarf. Join us against him before he leaves you as well. Uh, he's well, done many a time, actually. You're right. Hang on a sec, though. So Basco Mops, he left you. Why I, didn't he take you with him? He's coming back for me. No, he, he's not. He came. He came back for me the other day when he fished me out of the lake after I'd been through the gullet of a fish and out the other side. It sounded he, like he doesn't care about you that much if he's going to feed you to a cockadale fish. Yeah. I'll, he had his reasons. Uh, uh, it's not for me to know what it is. My master is wise in the ways of the world. Do you want to join our group? Because we've got another <laughs> familiar as well. Uh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot you were there. Yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> Well, now, look, look, uh, no, for a start, because it's weird, freaky. Um, why have they taken Caragor? What, what is their plan? What's, what's going on? Yeah, who you do you work for? In this, you mentioned other people in this group. Yes, who do you work for? I work for my master, my master's henchman. Okay, good. My so master you've... is the, oh, well, no, yes, was that a question? So, yeah, well, yes. <laughs> okay, so, so your master is yes. Basco Mops. Yes. Ex-friend of Velda, yes. possibly twisted, turned a bit weird. No, uh, yeah. But what the fuck does he want with Caragor? Ah, uh, they are taking, they're taking him away. They're taking him to the tyrant. Oh, why the whispering tyrant. The tyrant. Why, why, why is he doing this? Oh, so, because you've been a thorn in the side of the tyrant. Uh, and he's going to turn him over so that they can have so, some fun with him. Oi, that's so, proper so, so, badass, so, 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 isn't it? We're a thorn in the side of the Whispering Tyrant. I mean, so, so, yes, very good. But also, I need to be very clear about this. So, <laughs> your, your, your master, this Basco, he works for the Whispering Tyrant? Ah, he does. 
He thought him of the tyrant, thought my master out specifically for my master is known throughout the land for his incredible power. He has what slain he? more than a thousand beings, some of them not insects. And you and you said you said they. You said that so there is your master and who? Yes, my master leads a group of others. He controls them and manipulates them towards his mighty plan, and they follow him like lambs. The okay. lambs follow people. I've, I haven't seen a lamb in a it long time. It depends if you're a shepherd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they so, don't just follow people. So he's like, all right, so my right. master is like a shepherd, <laughs> and uh, they're like lambs, and I'm a, I'm a border collie. I mean, lambs don't necessarily <laughs> follow the shepherd. They kind of, you know, they have a dog, yeah, that sort of hustles the sheep along. It's, it's a bit of a weird... This, a weird... this is not <laughs> important. <laughs> I would like to find... So they are taking to the Whispering Tone. Do you know if it's a Whispering Tone? So you're yes. telling me that shepherding isn't important now. Is that what you're... Wait, yes! just, way to just write off an entire profession. I know, there, yeah. I, so, I have to agree with the heads. I, I, am, I am losing my patience. <laughs> they call me evil. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, so they, he's taking, they're taking, Basco's taking Karageta back to the Whispering Tyrant. Yeah. Where is that? They've got there. a weapon. A weapon of unimaginable power. They're going to take it all back to the tyrant on the Isle of Tether. What is the weapon? Is it something to do with, like, glass or, like, something? It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter. Maybe keep that matter. to myself. Let's, um... Okay, uh, so any other information that might be helpful? Oh, I'm not going to help you. Why should I help you? Well, you already have. You've already helped us quite a lot, and I find you very annoying. She squishes him. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Oh. No, wait, wait, wait. Before Shania... Okay. <laughs> Can I grab Shania's hand? Too late. Okay, roll initiative, both of you. I mean, yeah. I want to see yeah. which one of you gets to the gets to the familiar first. 15 on the die, and then... Hold on. Shania is cut in half. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when I write these episodes, there's there's the amount I write for the there's the amount that I write for like how much we're going to do it, and then there's the extra stuff I write for all the bits where Jum starts spamming skip dialogue. <laughs> Thirty one. Uh, okay. Um, I got twenty eight. A twenty eight. Fulton grabs you before you can get to him. And, Shania, uh, wait. I know we can get rid of him soon. Just just hold on. We just need to find out which way they went. And then, uh, then we can d- do whatever you want to do. I mean, to be she fair, this head is which a... Which way they went. This head is a, you know, a valid piece of information. We should probably keep him for quite a while. I might just let... Oh. No. He's let no. loads slip already. She said... He said they went towards the Isle of Terror. So that is where we head. I mean, the Isle of Terror is, is a long way away. So, it, which route they're taking? Yes, quite useful. Also, that's well, it like must be in a direction. If we follow the direction, we will find them. Also, that's in like in enemy territory. There's going to be loads of people dead. Yeah, uh, we'll just have to fight I, like every step I, of the way. I, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. No, no, okay. no. I know we we will get Karaga back. We will go to the islands of terror. But let's just just wait one moment. Shania, trust me, we will get Karaga back. Shania shakes her head and walks out of the room, bringing Philippe with her. She waits outside. Philippe follows you. Yeah. Ah. She wants to look for tracks out there is what she wants to do. Okay. Ah, whether you start to turn on each other. The magic of my master is strong. I wonder what hat I'll buy with all my gold. Oh, I'm not going to give you the money. I'm going to buy a pirate hat. A bit pi- what? No, you have to give me. You have to give me the money. Why? I told you all the stuff. So you're ahead. Heads <laughs> 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 the money. <laughs> so I don't, you don't got any hands to take it off me. Yeah, what are you no, going to do about it? Come yeah, here, I'll bite. A, I'll bite your leg off. <laughs> he falls over on. He falls at his side and just starts kind of rolling along the table towards you, snapping his teeth. God, at this it's is just embarrassing. So, this is so unpleasant and bizarre for me. This is very strange. Uh, All right, listen. Um, so, case we need to. The Isle of. This is definitely going to be a trap. 
Yeah. We're going literally into the enemy territory of the Whispering Way. There's going to be thousands of people like... Dan, did I see... When I when we had the episode 100, mm. and I was... And I had the vision of... Did I, and I was captured. You were on the Isle yeah, of Terror. Yeah. And yeah. I saw, did I see outside in... in you did, yeah. Armies. You looked out of a window and you saw, you saw the arrayed armies, legions upon legions of the dead. I've been there. Like, before I caught up with you and I did that cool, like, blue light thing and I came down and I was like, cool... I was there, and there was thousands and thousands of undead. This is not just... One does not just walk into the Isle of Terror. <laughs> Lovely. That is the first time I've ever heard him say, one does not. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that, that, this is serious, guys. Does Shania pop Sorry, her I head around the door? Sh- <laughs> like going, yeah. Yeah. She's, no, she's still outside. She's looking yeah. for tracks. But again, we need to get Karaga back. But it's definitely going to be a trap. How how long how long? It's all the way in the north, isn't it? It's all the The way. The thing is, it's like yeah, being told they're in the Isle of Terror is like being here and being told they're in Johannesburg. Yeah, exactly. Not even they're in; they're on their way to it. So it's like knowing how to get there and which direction they've taken is like a needle in a stack of needles. That's that's kind of what. Yeah, that was my thinking because it's just like I mean, it's a hell of a long way. So you go to an airplane theme restaurant and (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) you get an Odysseus jumbo and so listen, we need to catch up with we need to catch up with Karaga. How how old are these bodies? How how long's it been since these bodies have been dead? They've been dead for a while. They've been dead for quite a while. These these bodies have been dead for a long time. Uh, Can I can I sort of from you know, looking at these bodies, mm. we know that it's been a while, but can we tell? You reckon they've been dead for? You reckon they've been dead for maybe a day, um, and that the uh, the Charo car probably got here quite recently. When I say a long time, I mean a day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, uh, that is a long time though. Like Caragor um, only went missing like yesterday, so yeah. So they've got a days. They've got a days ride ahead of us. We're a day behind we them. We don't know which way they're going. We need some sort of like magical teleportation or something like to get ahead of them, but we don't know where they're going, how that, where, which way they're going either. Um, yeah. So, Dan, sorry yes. to break this. Um, so Shania went outside to see if she could find any tracks or any, you know, sort of clues as to which direction they went. Okay. Um, I, I've got. I've got um, uh, a, a law um, uh, skill yep. uh, in ter- in terrain. Okay. Um, terrain and, law, yeah. And and also I've got like nature. I don't know. Can I use any of these? To um, try nature, and help survival me? will be tracking, but I'll, I'll let you make a terrain law check to sort okay. of try and work out the. You might be able to work out what the different routes are away yeah. from here. Okay, um, that's great. I'm going to try and do that then. Um, Okay, it's 26. 26. Okay, and it's a law check, so the DC is a bit lower than it would normally be. So you don't find tracks, okay. but what you do know from looking around here um, is that you're not too far out of... Um, you're not too far from where you came into the Moangi Expanse. Um, mm-hmm. If you keep travelling for... If you keep travelling for a couple of days following this, it's like the main trade road. Um, right. If you follow it north along the side of the along the river and the uh, the edge of the lake, um, and then start heading east, you will get to the Shattered Range and come to the pass that you took um, to get from Nex to the Moangi. Right. Uh, you also know terrain wise, um, it is much quicker from where you are. It is much quicker to travel east into Nex um, and maybe Katapesh um, to some of the nations that side beyond the mountains where it's kind of flat land than it is to try and hack all the way north through the jungle and then over the mountains and then like to take okay. a direct crow flies northern route toward the Isle of Terror uh, would be really really slow if you were trying to do it quickly you would travel the trade road so that's okay really so so we so the yeah so the trade the trade road is goes north and then and then what we turn east when we get to next is that you, turn, you kind of turn it goes north along the it goes north along the uh following along the river and um and the lake and right. then it veers east and then goes through and cuts through the mountain passes uh which is right. kind of the, there's one pass that goes through the mountain which is the way you came into mwangi 
Okay. Um, so uh, I come come back in and say, okay, I have uh, worked out that um, that uh, the most likely route that they would have taken would be to follow the main trade route north along the river, and then once they get to next, they would have to travel east. Otherwise, the terrain would be too slow. So um, I suggest this is the way we go. Are you ready? It sounds like a good plan, actually. That sounds quite logistical. And I think Caragor definitely left this head here for us to find. So if we start going okay. that way, and we've, I think we're going to find more clues. I think Caragor's right. leaving us a trail. So we should okay. definitely follow so, that. So you are going to come with us then? She grabs the Velda head, puts, no. it in, puts it in her um, bag of holding, which is called Shani's Void. Um, <laughs> and... Um, and uh, starts, you know, starts off and away with Philippe, starts walking. The head floats around in the void with all of Shania's <laughs> weird objects kind of bumping into him. Ah! Now, Velda, oh, no. you know you're familiar. Yes. Can you tell where they are at all times? Um, <clears throat> let me see. I can do i think and knowing about you can well, see yes, through, sort of. i mean i can yes i can share my senses with with gin yes is there so, a, so essentially like a limit on that ball? yeah essentially could basco be able to see through the eyes could they see what we're doing where they where we are sort of thing um potentially but um it depends he wasn't a spellcaster as far as i remember before of much note um but he he might have changed i don't know right. potentially but if it's uh, in the void, then well, they, they, what's he they, going they, to see? They, they know that we're going to be coming after Karagor anyway. They know. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, you know, we're walking towards the trap, but we're just going to have to work it out on the way. Yeah, I'm just thinking we should be ahead of them. <laughs> Let's get our heads in the game. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's not yeah, lose our heads. Good. Laugh. <laughs> yeah, laugh it up, motherfuckers. Just keep moving. I'm just laughing Shania. in the mood tonight. We're going to find him. Shania, we need to, we need to stick uh, together. Don't, don't, don't worry. You hear don't worry. They're just, they're just waxing lyrical. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just keep going. Shania, we need to stick together. This is what they want. They want us to be at each other's throats. Yeah. Bag up those to... bad feelings. Unless... We all share the same goal. We want Shin- we want uh, Karaga back, and we're gonna get him back, and we're gonna kill those people who are holding him, including the Whispering Tyrant. Yes, we dream the same dream. We want the same thing. And if we have to no. go through armies <clears throat> and armies of undead, <laughs> then maybe we will. This it's is all said as we're walking. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. Very yeah, 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 yeah. Right. However, however, <laughs> however um, whilst obviously we want Caragor back, um, we must be cautious because the, I'm sure the reason they've taken him is to draw us into a trap. So, because the Whispering Tyrant wants the shards above everything else, we know. So this will be this will be to bait us into a situation where they can ambush us and and take Aye. shards. There's no other reason they'd have kept him alive. But we'll be ready. Well, yes, let's make sure we're we the are. Danger Club. We're the Ready Club. The Danger Club. <laughs> Shania, you're not saying Change anything. No, I am following the route. Uh, Bubba okay. opens up the delicious bottle of wine and passes it around the group. Nice. You can pass around some delicious wine. Who partakes in the delicious wine? I do, definitely. Yeah, I have to take a swig. I pass it to Shania. does not. No. No, thank you. I pass it to Philippe. Philippe is already waving for the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Just downs it, passes the cup back at you. Um, as you make your way on. So it's, it's just, it's, um, you've got a couple of options to how you want to travel. You can keep following the road. Here, the road and the river follow each other. Um, they go side by side. Oh, so that's if, nice, isn't it? They do, yeah, they're friends. Uh, so if you want to, you could take a boat. You could take one of the boats <gasps> from Captain the Gumbo. There. And uh, follow that along. Like, there's not a, there's not just hi guys, ah. <laughs> just everywhere behind us, <laughs> yeah. waiting to jump on a boat. <laughs> to be in the show. So uh, no, I mean, you you could like there are like rowing boats. You could take one and row. You could take a boat and row it um, along the. Uh, are we rowing which, upstream or down? Uh, you'd be downstream, so the you, the current would be with you. Yeah, I guess would that, be, that would be that'd faster, be faster than, than walking? walking. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's row. Jam okay. jam, can you row? So we do it. 
Of course I can row. Get in, bitches. Uh, Jan grabs a hold of one of the oars and just hangs from it. His little legs. Uh, kicking in I like your spunk, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, so you all get in a very Lord of the Ringsy. You all get in one, but you all get in a boat and just start paddling up the river. I just get in a barrel. Uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> one floats alongside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is it like attached to the boat, like a sort of a side barrel, like if yeah. you're on a motorbike and a with a sidecar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. It's literally like right. the two. It's the the two faces of Peter Jackson's Tolkien world. You've got <laughs> yeah. kind of like few of you paddling along uh, solemnly in a boat, while Fulton the dwarf is just bobbing in a barrel. <laughs> 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 All together, and you you make your way along. You do actually make better time by taking the river. That is a it's a good decision because the the road is really muddy from all of the rain. Um, so you manage to kind of get uh, you uh, make some quite good time. And by the time the sun is beginning to set, um, you are coming upon a um, up to the point where the road is going to start turning away from the uh, from the lake. And up ahead, just on the um, on the edge of the river, you see there is a small cluster of boats moored up. And there's a mist beginning to descend on the river. You see a small cluster of uh, rowing boats um, and what looks like a settlement um, ahead of you. Um, Should we just keep uh, going? Just a, sorry, just very quickly out of game. Um, uh, Shania is going to... There's a, there's a spell she wants to prep that okay. takes 10 minutes and then once it's set, then it... You know, it'll trigger yep. at another point. You can cast so, that in the back of the boat. How yep, long does it last okay. once you cast it? Um, hold on, sorry. Let me check it very quickly. Um, okay. Let's do this bit. Yeah, Come go on. To me when you yep. know the when you know yep. the how long it lasts, and we'll go to it. So you see, twenty four hours. It lasts twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. Okay, so you cast the spell. It takes me ten minutes. You spit. Yeah, so, you've got plenty of time. Okay. You're in the boat for right, a, couple of, cool. a few hours. So you. Yep. You charge that spell up and you cast it on yourself, uh, and then you see this—you uh, see this small settlement ahead of you. And as you come close, you see that the buildings look like large toadstools. What do we do, gang? Do well, we stay? Do we stay or do we uh, go? Now, hang on. It's night time. We, we should probably we, camp. Now, haven't we been to? No, we haven't. <laughs> well, I was like, what are you trying to save? <laughs> it's all right. Suddenly I had this strange sensation that, that we'd been to a, a mushroom settlement before. But no, no, I think that was an alternate timeline. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's getting dark. We should definitely rest. I know that we um, want to follow Caragor, but we, we, we should rest. You, uh, okay. You pull the boat up and you step out onto this this small settlement of large mu- of big mushrooms. There are, it is a solemn sight. There are a few gnomes. This used to be a gnomish settlement, and there are a few of them standing around, but they all have sad faces. Uh, one of them is sadly playing an accordion um, on the side. They're all smoking cigarettes and just staring at the ground. <laughs> um, as you approach, they they look up at you and they're. <gasps> Oh, strangers, I see you come to our sad village. Why is it sad? Uh, this is the village of Boom. Boom was once the happiest place in all of the Mwangi expanse. And tales of our joy ruled out along the rivers. There one spoke of what the fan plus this was, but no more. Those days are gone. Those days have receded into the past. Now this is a place of sadness. And why? Fear. Why is it? Why? Why? Why is it sad? A group of strangers oh, came one day, and they they wished to know secrets about the lake, and we would not tell them. And so they slew many. They burned our houses. And they killed the wise woman and the sheriff. And now, boom is but a sad remnant of what it was. What the did only... they look like, these strangers? What were they like? They were dark. They were a fearsome. There was a, a bear. A rat. A man with beans. 
a man with a pale face and an hound. And a terrible, terrible hound. La Chine <laughs> the, yeah, the dog of the night. <laughs> they all shudder. <laughs> um, Shania plunges her hand into the void, picks out the head. Did one? Did the dog have this? Comes out. Comes out. He's got like a pair of your pants stuck to his face. <laughs> God's sake! She takes one. <laughs> the gnomes go. The head of the hound. Okay, good. She puts him back in the void. Okay. <laughs> so they so, so came. They so came through here. Uh, have you seen them again? No. How long ago Thank was God this? Was, this was. Uh, this was many. This was many many days ago. Some would say two weeks ago. We do not know. Ari, who knew how to read the calendar, was the first to die. <laughs> <laughs> so this must have been before they came and got Caragor. Never yeah, because back. I had to head. So so this was on the way to finding him. So they did it, they haven't come back through this way then? No. So we have never seen us. them again. We just tried to eke out our existence. All that we have is a small a few fishermen, some houses and a local supermarché. And they point. He points at a. He points at a very large toadstool that has uh, glitter. That has lots of glittering lights hanging from it, um, and a sign that says "La Supermarché." <laughs> so they they were looking for us. They were trying to track us. This is how they came to be. We have really got his attention. Okay. Um, so you have not seen them again since. So where, where can they be going if they did not come this way? Unless they went past on the river. Oh, what? They just did not stop. So yeah, so they didn't they stop just... because it wasn't night time when they were going. Because they're like, a did day you see anyone on the river? <laughs> they rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb for a little bit. What is <gasps> little, little, little Pippin. Little Pippin Poisson has and has says he has seen something. Pippin Poisson. Well, he must be fucking tiny if he's a small gnome. Yeah, a child. No, his child steps up. Oui, monsieur. I did see something pass by. The pass by. The pass by. Just a day ago. I did see. I did see some figures on the road. They were traveling at a terrible pace. Was and it? then they were fueled by a great shadow. A gigant, <laughs> a giant, a giant followed them, monsieur. A giant. Was he uh, giant? Ah, I did not see the color. For unfortunately, I was lost. I lost my ability to see colors during the attack. <laughs> what? <laughs> one, of the what? Thing, one of the many things they took from us. They took your, now you're colorblind. Wait, it was the strangest thing. I looked upon them and immediately lost the ability to see colours. It is a common thing with the sightings of strange things. They are monsters. They made Pippin Poisson colourblind. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> so now, now everything's no shame. black and white. And there's always an accordion playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are no. still... We are still a day behind, despite our best efforts. How are we going to catch it? Are they on horse? Were they on horseback? No, they were hustling on the foot, and said, and one of them, they on the road upon the shoulder of the giant. So if we, we can get to... some horses, if we can travel faster than them. No, no, no. We can just we're going. We're traveling downstream. So if we just take uh, watches, can we sleep on this boat? Like, to. Mm, monsieur, you would not defend him if you took the boot any further. They, they turned east at this point. Oh, for fuck. For the mountains. Do you have any okay. horses? I mean, horses. They, they probably got horses the size of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Little. We, we will bring you our fairness horses. <laughs> <laughs> they bring out a group of. They bring out some tiny miniature ponies. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll be alright on that. Go on in, sit on one, the see p- what happens. The pony looks doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I sit on one. 
you sit on the pony, the pony immediately collapses on your weight. <laughs> oh. Now put on a few okay, pounds. Stop, stop killing the ponies. Uh, let, um, Sean, we will, we will so find ever. Thank you for all of your help. I think we should leave these poor people alone. Let, I, I, let us keep will, moving. I will point out it is the middle of the night and you've been traveling for you, yeah. you've been traveling since the very early hours. Uh, you guys are and, and actually you didn't sleep last night. Yeah. You were up all you were up all day and then you chased them through the night um, to get to this one and this is the second night that you have gone. So you've gone nearly 48 hours now without sleep. Is there any like wagons or anything? Uh not obviously no. Shania, I know you want to follow. I know and we all do. But we need to rest. We haven't slept for two nights. We've battled in that time. There's no point in catching up with Caragor if we are going to be fatigued. Yes. We need to sleep and be on our game so that when we meet these people, we can take them down. And believe me, we will take them down. But tonight, we need to go and get some rest. As soon as we can find some horses or a wagon or something, then we can can make up the time. It's exactly what we're going to do. Fine. Okay, fine. Is it somewhere here we can rest? Where it says one of the gnomes stepping forward. What's your name? My name is Rene Legray. <laughs> oh, I was uh, expecting. He's wearing, he's wearing like he's wearing grey robes and a and a grey hat. <laughs> uh, he says, "I, I am the proprietor of the su- of la supermarché. You are, if you are enemies of those who are of those who cause us so much pain, you are welcome to sleep on the floor of the supermarché." And avail yourselves of any of the shopping opportunities within that you wish to. Well, that is brilliant because we didn't mm. go shopping when we said we were going to because Caracol disappeared. So yeah, that my friend, uh, take this ten gold pieces. I pull, I pull Shania's pack out and the head out of the pack. <laughs> I open uh, his mouth and I pull out the ten gold Wait, pieces that I are in his no, mouth. No, no, no. Uh, and I just go. I put it on the toe. I give it to the toad, the grey. <laughs> Thank you, Monsieur. This is a fine gift. I will use it to feed my seventeen children. Yes. Okay. Um, let us go and uh, rest then. Yes. Come inside. You step into the, you step into the supermarché. Is there like music playing? Yeah, there's no miss music. No miss music. Um, also, it's like sad accordion music, but kind of like like music style. Yeah. Have fun with that one, Colin. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'll, so, I'll find something. Get an accordion. Um, <laughs> the uh, there it says. The, you can see that it seems to be a large adventuring equipment store. There are all sorts of uh, weapons and adventuring supplies and items and things hung up. You are welcome to shop anything that we have here if you think it would help you. Uh, our prices are fair and we do not charge VAT. Uh, have you got any like much. potions, healing potions or anything? We, oui, we, oui, I have, I have healing potions. Uh, I have healing potions available if you require them. What sort of what sort of strength do you acquire? Moderate, I guess, mm. maybe. Uh, moder- la healing de moderate. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> God, sorry, guys. very quickly, yeah, game. Like, I, I never. Did we get paid? Yeah, we got loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one okay, of things, one I never of added it to my sheet, so... Yeah, I don't but, think... I, I think we're going to do a breakdown, weren't we, of all yeah, the stuff we, we sold and... Uh, we didn't revolved. do all this because uh, we didn't go shopping. We found Caragord. Yeah, yeah. And you, you did. I, I, I I sent it to all of you, so you, you have got a... Oh, it's in... Oh, I shall do it off air. Yeah, this will be something we could do cool. off air, can't we? We can do our I shopping. Did not, I, did well, not add, I did not add my cash. How many would five moderate portions be... Uh, let me have a look. Yeah, one of the things floating around in that um, in that uh, bag of holding is a chest full of silver <laughs> that you were given by uh, by Moonmate. Ah, uh, um, you seem remarkably uninformed for a supermarché. <laughs> yeah, yeah. isn't this your whole <laughs> business? Yes, this is literally your entire business. <laughs> <laughs> Again, maybe something that we could do. You know, it's not a bad. It's not a bad idea. You know, when I. Uh, you know when I asked you to like uh, make a list of the things you want to buy, so when we record the episode, I'm not going um 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 <laughs> looking up things in the books. That would have been a helpful thing to do. But yeah, fine, we'll have some. We will. We can do this. We can find you some things. But for now, rest, 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 and uh, and 
Yes, prepare I, I, yourselves for what is to come. I think we should probably have a sleep. And I'd like to question if it's not too traumatic. Um, uh, some of the techniques that they use to attack you. We, I saw them. Yes, I saw. I saw the things they have. They had powerful magic. They burned the eyes from our sheriff with their magics. Yeah. They used poisons to poison our people. And then there was the bear. Le bear. Le us. Le, le us. Terrible. He was a bear with claws. And uh, well, they normally a claws do have and claws, blade. Yes. Who slashed and tore at their flesh and caused so much terrible wounds to them. Oh, look. By the way, I found a, a little price tag. It says oh, 50 gold pieces <laughs> on the Nethys thing. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yep. And then, Thank you, Nethys. He is my <laughs> shop assistant. <laughs> is that, is that a, uh, that's a traditional gnomish name, is it? Uh, Nethys. <laughs> Wait. It's, and there's also Nethys. maybe I can't afford that. Maybe uh, I'll get a lesser one for twelve. Unless you have any markup, of, you know, markup prices of uh, healing potions. Ooh, cheapy, cheapy. Can't you know I make <laughs> healing potions now? Can't you do that? Yeah, I think um, yeah I, yes, I can do this. Uh, I take some concentration and time, but yes, I can. It's okay. I'll buy two lesser ones from you, if if, if at all possible, please. Good sir. Where? Of course, I will bag him up for you at once. That's <laughs> twenty-four gold pieces for you. Thank you. Merci. Um, he hands uh, he hands you your uh, your healing potions, um, and you kind of settle down. You you agree you're going to buy a few things in the morning, maybe before you leave, um, and you settle down on the floor of Le Supermarché um, to kind of to plan, I guess, and to to think about what you're going to do next. Um, you make a you make a fire in the frozen food aisle, and um, <laughs> just Velda, uh, Baba, I'm I'm worried about Shania. Well, yes. Me she's, too. She's even more irrational than normal. And that's well, saying mean, something. Exactly. And, and I, I, do, I do appreciate, you know, she wants to get Caragol back. We all do. And, you know, the personal relationship they've got. But I think rushing headlong into an ambush is just, you know, we've got to be careful. We need a plan. She's, we need to relax. We need all of these things. Yes. If they wanted him dead, they would have killed him by now. But it's imperative we get him back before they get to the Whispering Isle. But the Whispering Isle is... Thousands of miles away. Which worries me as well, because they got here somehow, and I bet they didn't walk. Like, we uh, use magic to get here. Well, mm. they may, maybe that was that big circle in the, those, that forest. Maybe it was a sort of massive teleportation thing. Potentially. Yes. Maybe. Although I... Velda, how do you feel? Do I, I mean, you've got someone coming... Oh, sorry. I was just saying, uh, how do you feel? You've got someone from your past that's... I don't know, like, obviously you don't know him that well anymore, but, like, what do we... Do you want to speak to him before we... Like, are you okay with us killing him, or...? I mean, I you know, I wouldn't mind having a chat with him, but by the sounds of it, he's made a, a hideous, melted visage of my head. <laughs> um, I can only presume he either, he either still holds fondness or he hates my guts. And judging by my usual effect on people, it's probably the latter. Um, so, uh, yes, if he doesn't want to talk, then we'll just kill the fucker. It's fine. Um, but I'm quite curious to know what's happened to him. Um, but the rest of the party also worries me. I mean, Basco Mops, as he was, you know, he was quite handy with his mop last time I saw him. But these others, uh, we're looking at necromantic magic. They keep going on about this bear, so some sort of giant bear that they've got with them. And yeah, it must be huge. It must be must a be huge, huge bear. Huge bear, maybe the size of Philippe. <laughs> you know, it's 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 almost it's it's like a dark version of our own party by the sounds of it. I mean, it could be the most dangerous thing we come up against. They're out to get us, though. So we, yeah, oh, it's it's nice to have uh, like a purpose, though. It's you know just getting Karaga back. I'm sure Karaga's fine, though, because he's a hell of a warrior, even though he's lost to a, a beast now and a man, I think. Um, but, you know, that's only one, like one out of, you know, a lot of killings. Where is Shania at this point? Is she uh, asleep? We're, 
Oh, Where she's is, okay. Shania's gone. Shania's yeah, uh, she's gone, gone to sleep. We just I think need... you know, Philippe might be sort of sitting by, keeping watch. Cool. We just need to keep an eye on Shania. Um, make sure she doesn't make any rash decisions. Uh, that's why I had to stop her from killing that head. It was just, you know. Yes. Usually, yeah. I'm the one that's making the silly decisions. Hey, I've learned. Hey. Eh? I, I, I mean, yes, yes. It does seem you've washed some of your uh, your old ways off when you had that wash. Aye. I don't smell as bad anymore. That's true. That's true. So, and- we locate these people. Okay. Um, get Karaga back. If we can get ahead of them, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, ahead. 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 Uh- I didn't even mean that one. I know, I know. So let's see if we can get some horses and then we can ride faster than them or if we could fly or something like that. If we could travel faster than them, we could get ahead of them and then Mm. we could spring a trap on them and then we become the trappers. Well, yes, it's true. But of course, if we go ahead of them, then we've got no trail to follow. And we're not really sure. Even Shania is struggling to to find out which way they're going. Hey. So, difficult. It's a very difficult situation. Who's got one of the shards? Who's got the shards? Like, we've all got one, and you've got two, right, Velda? No, I haven't got any. Oh. We've all got one, I think, though. We just need to make sure that... <laughs> Do you think that's what he's waiting for us to just bring him, is the shards? Yes, absolutely, yes. He doesn't... I mean, we're an annoyance, but he wants the shards more than anything. Bubba listens, knowing full well he's got two, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> nice okay well we should probably get some rest yeah yes. let's sleep bon nuit everyone <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you settle down um, Rene Legare comes by with blankets and tucks you all in <laughs> weird story <laughs> just yeah one of us is in the like eggs and flour aisle yeah. and one of us is in like you know the, the cereals <laughs> good night <laughs> sweet Good night, I mean, I don't really know you that well. Can you not? Can you not tuck me in? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It has been years since I took somebody in. Uh, when the monsters came, you've got 16 children for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> we are so cold, Papa. Please come and tuck us in. <laughs> <laughs> that is where we live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because he likes to tuck in strangers, but not his own children. Not his yeah. own children. <laughs> wow! I am bored of tucking in my children. There are twelve of them. Oh, seventeen 16. children. Yeah. Oh, oh they deserve this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dark Michael of Dark Michael's Quality Adventuring Goods. I was in the show about three years ago, but we commissioned art of me, and so we have to keep bringing me up to keep me relevant. So now I'm doing the Dangerling of the Week. Congratulations, Stephen Rivet. You are the Dangerling of the Week. You helped make this whole episode possible. Another episode that I'm not in. I don't know why I'm not in any episodes. I was clearly the best character in this show for the whole three episodes that I was in it for. But I'm getting off the track. This isn't about me. It's not about death. Who brought up death? Not me. It's about you, Stephen. You're great. And so are all of our patrons that help make this show happen. If you want to be like Stephen, go to patreon.com slash dangerclubpodcast, subscribe to the Dangerling of the Week tier, and we'll say your name on the show. You probably had your name said on the show more than times than my name has been said on the show. That's depressing, isn't it? I'm going to go back in my box now. Bye. I'm no, recording. I'm recording. No, I'm recording. I need a trim and edge. I'm recording and so is <laughs> so my I remember that. <laughs> right. Three claps, Dan. And three claps, Drum. And three claps, Ross. And three claps, James. And I don't have to clap. We are rolling. Why don't you have to clap, Colin? Why do you have to? Why do you not have to do the claps? Because I don't have to sync myself. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? I've been doing the claps when I've been doing Danger Files. Why? Why? Because I don't understand what the claps <laughs> yeah. mean. I never. 
<laughs> the sequel pitch, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Colin does this thing called the claps, and we do it, and still no, don't know how to do it. Still don't know how. Yeah. So I, I, let me explain it. Right. So I right. I get all of you to do three claps. So I yeah. have uh, like a sound wave. Yeah. Uh, of you going bang, 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 like yeah. that. So I can see that sound wave going up and down. Uh, and then what I do is I say, right, three claps done. And once you've done your claps, as soon as you finish your claps visually, I start the next person. And so when I get those sound files, I know that when I start speaking, that's when you're the, the person that I've said before, the claps end. And that way, all of the sound files, because there's more than like three of us, will should all sync up really easily and really nicely. And that's wow. why I do that. I've yes. been putting him in with the Zoom audio and try and line it up with Zoom audio, which doesn't work because Zoom cuts the claps out because it's got an audio limiter on it. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, they just yeah. sync up waveforms of all of us saying stupid versions of I am recording in funny voices <laughs> and just sync it up that just, way. I, I love it because I've used the same thing when I've done uh, videos and stuff and it does work really well. Otherwise, it's really difficult. Yeah. And I've explained it. We're all very intelligent people. And I've explained this as well when Colin wasn't there. <laughs> Still, you guys just don't get it. It's just like, yeah. just, just line up those yeah. three doot doot doots and it'll all sync. No, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'll get it. There we go. That's uh, there's well, a little podcast tip for you there. Maybe yeah, I'll chuck although, this. In. Maybe I'll cut this. There, and put it in the there end. we are. Then, fair, ne never ask how the sausage is made because you will learn it's made largely by idiots. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to the Danger Club podcast. <laughs> and, and definitely don't ask what's in the sausage because. Uh, that, that shit you don't want to... The clap! <laughs> 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 you get from the sausage. If, if, about, you live in, if you live in Georgian times, then yes, almost certainly the clap. Oh. What about vegan sausages? What's in the vegan sausages? Clop. <laughs> clop, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the clap, but only just without meat. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I was in an aeroplane-themed restaurant. And sure. uh, <laughs> we're doing this one. Time. I've said this every time I get this thing through, there's a bit of me at the end of it being like, I'm going to tell that aeroplane restaurant story. Um <laughs>